Welcome to the Sykes, the Bottom Line Pharmacy Podcast, your regular dose of pharmacy CPA advice to fuel your bottom line, featuring pharmacists, key vendors, and other innovators. From the best, we so we have a special guest today that we're highlighting, none other than Alan Sykes. Alan, we can see that you're real happy to be on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> so we just, we just to told him to like have fun with it and he's like <laughs> he said alan we know you're ready to get your day started for work and help some pharmacies but we're gonna have a good time today be in a good mood so. there you go absolutely <laughs> so we just wanted to highlight you and learn a little bit about yourself your history and everything that's going on to kind of kick it off scotty you said you wanted to talk about uh, the travel trade shows. Alan, well, any big yeah. highlight from all the travels? Any big highlights? Anything like you learned from the trade shows over the last six, seven weeks you've been on? What the are road? your trade show takeaways this year? You had to pick that three. Pharmacists were certainly eager to get back out on the road, not only with themselves, but also with their families. Um, obviously the events at Disney world, excuse me, Orlando brought the kids to Disney world, <laughs> the Amerisource event, of course, the DC event with Kesson and Vegas is always Vegas for Cardinal and these bounce around year by year. But obviously technology is center stage. Everyone is looking for employees that they can't find. And when they find them, they can't, Afford to pay them what they're being asked. There's a lot of job hopping going on within the industry. Uh, but I would say that center stage is the equipment and technologies out there that can be a fixed cost that does require investment on the front end. Um, those that are not doing it definitely need to be doing it. Those that are just filling scripts. Um, are looking at other income areas of clinical services. Um, but those are the kinds of things I think we saw at, at the, uh, the trade shows this summer that I can remember. Yep, that, that's a good uh, takeaway. I think we had that same takeaway as well, but um, especially technology when you think pharmacists are being asked to do more, staff are being asked to do more beyond filling scripts. Technology has to fill that role um, to free up that time. <clears throat> Well, let's move on here. Dad, tell us a little background about how you got started in accounting and uh, pharmacy in particular. Everybody, that's an interesting uh, question uh, you hear sometimes, or we hear as well. How did well, we get started in pharmacy? Long story short, um, I when I graduated from Mars Hill University, many moons ago, I went to Virginia Tech to get into the master's program of accounting. I go to the master's program, and what I learned is everybody that was there was A, going to be an auditor, B, going to go to D.C., because that's where most of the students went when they graduated, was through the D.C. area. And I knew kind of at that time that a, I didn't want to be an auditor, and B, I didn't want to go to D.C. So I stayed in that program <laughs> about six months. I lived in a place in Virginia Tech in Blacksburg called the University Club, which was kind of an old 
an old huge B&B where a lot of graduate students lived. Um, enjoyed that, but I just said, nah, this ain't for me. So I quit, came back to my hometown of Raleigh where I grew up, um, picked up the Raleigh News and Observer one morning and saw an ad in the paper for a, uh, an accountant at a firm in Glenwood Village in Raleigh. Um, made a call, went down there the following Monday morning, and the gentleman, Doug Holland, hired me on the spot and said, uh, okay, start like two or three days from that point, and we're going to go gonna take you to Edenton, where we have some audit work going on with Choin County. So I said, okay. Um, so I came to the fair town of Edenton, which is where we are today, and worked on that audit during the summer. And we don't do um, audits. And we've not done audits in 35 plus years. Um, but that's how I got started here. And they had just moved a, a gentleman down here by the name of J.P. Timberlake, who unfortunately is no longer with us today. And uh, after that summer of commuting between Edenton and Raleigh, which at that time was about a three-hour drive on weekends, they said, well, why don't you just move down here? And I had an MG midget at that time that I bought when I was in school. <laughs> and that little MG midget and I did a fair amount of traveling. And when I moved to Edenton, then one of the very first accounting jobs that uh, Mr. Timberlake put me on was doing bank reconciliations for the pharmacy across the street, Mitchell's Pharmacy, which is no longer to, uh, with us today. They actually sold out to CBS years ago. Uh, but there was oh, wow. a gentleman there by the name of John Mitchner who had a manual accounting system, which is to say he wrote checks three to a page. He wrote everything on stubs. And in the month, I would go get the check stubs, the bank statements, and cancel checks. I would reconcile the bank account and enter the information into what we called DP at that time, data processing. So um, I noticed that. This is why you love QuickBooks so much because of that QuickBooks experience was, of doing the manual QuickBooks things. QuickBooks wasn't even a thought at that time by anybody. Um, there were pretty much some mid-level software is that at that time, and I can't even remember what they were. But I do remember that this pharmacy had some pretty good margins, like an excess of 60%. And I thought to myself, well, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Um, and of course, this gentleman had his own way of accounting. Um, he was um, ex-mayor of the town. Then it was like a multiple generation pharmacy. And just learned a lot from this gentleman about pharmacy. Certainly not much about accounting from him. Uh, but, but that was the very first um, incident that I had um, in dealing with um, accounting and, and, and pharmacy. So that's how you got started in pharmacy accounting. Um, and then from there kind of explain how we went um grew from there and went regional and expanded yeah. the pharmacy uh accounting yeah then 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 once i had that experience with the mixture pharmacy 
another pharmacy down the street who is still a client of ours today, Blunt's Pharmacy, engaged us. And actually, I live right across the street from that <laughs> gentleman, uh, Jim Blunt, who's still a very good friend of mine today. His daughter's very good pharmacist there. Yeah, and his yeah. son is now an orthopedic surgeon in the Raleigh area. He was a good friend of one of my oldest sons, Chris. And ultimately, he got us to the buying group of NC Mutual Drug, which was a regional wholesaler at that time and still is today with about 500-plus stores in the Carolinas, Virginia, and West Virginia. Um, and there were some people there that began to recognize what we were doing and said, well, hey, can you fix some problems we have at some pharmacies that we have issues with that have cash flow problems? And we said, sure, we'd be glad to try. And they sent us to um, a group of pharmacies in Elizabeth City that was having some issues. Um, we were able to fix those issues get the pharmacies cash flow positive and those pharmacies flourished until they sold out last uh just last year so that was about roughly 50 years give or take no 40 years give or take um that those pharmacies flourished and, and grew so the elizabeth city pharmacies that we helped um actually just sold out last year to a big box. But in the meantime, we started working with some other pharmacies in Eastern North Carolina um, and other pharmacies through the state. They were in the NC Mutual system. And that went on for 15, 20 years and um, actually a bit longer. And our firm was involved in a whole host of activities at that time. Um, but more and more, we were picking up pharmacies across the state and actually started going across lines in some cases, like in South Carolina. Um, and fast forward a little bit until about 2010, 2011. And that time, we met with the Live Oak Bank uh, personnel. Um, I can't remember how we actually met them. No, met I'll tell you how we met him. Probably trade show, I think it was. We opened, uh, we, we met he him. was in a, they had a meet him. front page ad in the NCPA Digest, and they were yeah. listed in Wilmington, and we had a road trip we coming up for them, pharmacies in that area, That's so right. we stopped by we and lined up lunch. That's what we did. And so I remember us eating on the river down yep. there one day for lunch. No, uh, it, was it was Jimmy with, Neal, um, was it not? Brian, Brian Falk and Brian. Uh, Chad. Brian, maybe, Brian Falk. Yeah, Brian Falk. I think, I think maybe it was. So uh, ultimately, we got involved through their help and in, in with NCPA with the ownership workshop program that NCPA sponsors. Uh, three times a year, typically. Sometimes they've done it four times a year, um, all over the country. And we started speaking there in 2011. I remember it was August of 2011 in Minneapolis. Um, and we further met them and other vendors in the industry and other specialists in the industry that were working. And um, we began to take on more pharmacies 
Um, and obviously, over the last 10 or 12 years, it's grown much more dramatically and to the point that today we are 100% doing nothing but retail independent pharmacies, their owners, and the entities that they own, like real estate activities that many of them are involved in for their stores. So I want to say that year, <laughs> Island, that 2011, that year that in the fall, that was our first NCPA trade show there in Nashville. Um, yeah, I can't remember. That I, was our first big show. I can't remember whether it was in, it might have been 2011. But yeah, we, we started it attending hey, trade Carl, shows. You want to talk about at travel? The national level. That very first trade show. That's when I drove across. Yes. That was a rookie. North travel. Carolina. <laughs> we and flew I drove and you drove the hole in the car <laughs> over a mountain into, was it Nashville? <laughs> Gaylord. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Man. Nashville. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was rough. We're glad that you took one for the team, Scotty. We all flew there direct. And yeah, um, that was terrible. This and is, you drove the banner in for us. I've never heard any of these we, stories we before. What? Kendall, you I've never heard, heard any of these stories man, before. We've come, along, we've come a long years. way since 2011. So this <laughs> is exciting. This is really exciting. Yeah, back then, going to you know, multiple trade shows a year, uh, getting ourselves invited to speak. It's a slow mm-hmm. process because we learned that when you speak at a trade show, it affects the number of folks that come by your booth. <laughs> and obviously now uh, we desire to only go to trade shows that we do speak at so that we can hopefully draw a larger crowd. So, um, and, and obviously during all this period of time, we worked on social media platforms, webcasting yeah. platforms. Webinars. Uh, now we're doing these podcasts. We've got. I got some something for time. you, Alan. Okay. I got something for you. All right. So you said oh, around that time. He says that. Oh Lord, 2013. Man. Some yeah, things don't change. Yes. 13. You still got the headset. That's Rachel. Yeah, it was Rachel. I remember her. Still yes. got a brick oh, background. Yeah. I forgot about that. And uh, this is good stuff. Yep. Man. So this is Throwback Island. So you've been doing it for about the videos for about 10 years. No doubt something else kind of help, help um, grow you. And I know just that recently at a trade show, we did some videos on PPP and the kind of feedback you get from people we meet about the power and the impact that these videos have had on them is is amazing. Um, what you all are doing for the pharmacy community, community just by producing these YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah, Alan was doing videos before people were really doing videos. Yeah. We were. Yeah, he's a pioneer. <laughs> yeah, we started using Uvu. I remember that. Uvu. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. But it's 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 been a long road, and obviously having an excellent team of folks like folks on this call here and others that we have here at Sykeson Company and having good leadership here. We uh, About seven years ago, we hired a chief operating officer, a young lady who's helped us take it to a whole other level. Her name is Sue Osborne. She's with us today, and she is able to yep. help take care of the business affairs in the firm and coordinate some of the marketing activities from the outside with Ingenuity Marketing Group, a, a group we use out of Minneapolis. But we've had some really good folks working with us that make the make what we do make what we do possible. 
That is absolutely, absolutely. correct. And yeah, people here are, are, are amazing. I guess we're getting kind of towards our hour here, guys. Um, we usually wrap this up with the bottom line. What is the bottom line takeaway? Um, and so we'll start with you, Dad. What's your bottom line for um, <clears throat> for you today? The bottom line takeaway is the industry is changing pretty dramatically. It's gone away from the field of script uh, industry to clinical services with using a lot of technology. The opportunities in pharmacy, I think, are as good, if not better, than ever before, even though the reimbursement in the DRP situation is really tending to offset some of the positives that are taking place in the industry. Obviously, COVID had a major impact. PPP monies had a major impact. Some of the EID funding from the SBA during COVID had a huge impact. It still does today. But I still think the pharmacy has a really good opportunity to be the help center for many small rural and suburban areas in this country that we see that they're affected. So. Yeah. So I think it's a bunch Couldn't agree more. Well, all right. Great <laughs> Thank job. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Your paychecks, check. Your quick books, check. Your checks, yes, you can call.